Welcome to the Red and Green Report. Orale, let's do this. So if you get a chance, download the app, search for the Red and Green Report on Anchor, and you can listen right on your phone without having to do the uh, YouTube link. But also we are on CastBox. So if you want to get CastBox, you can download that as well and check out the Red and Green Report past episodes. Also hit us up on Instagram, Red and Green Report, Twitter, Red and Green Report, um, Facebook, the Red and Green Report. Uh, Yeah, keep in contact. Let us know what's up. Um, Like the video, share the videos. Send your thoughts and ideas. Um, today's unofficial sponsor of the Red and Green Report is Dia de los Tacos. I don't know if you've ever been there, but if you haven't, you need to go because right now, honestly, that's the best food, the best tacos and burritos I've had in a really long time. I went today with my homegirl, Shelly, got the carne asada burrito, and it was mm. delicious. They have all the homemade sauces and all the other hot sauces there as well. And it's inside the go-kart um, place on Copper near the intersection of San Mateo and Central. So if you haven't been to Dia de los Tacos, you need to go check it out. It's like the best tacos, best burritos I've had in this city. And, you know, shout out to all the other places doing it. But, man, it's really good food. Um, today, I have a really good homie in the building. Um one of New Mexico's uh, shining MCs, um, doing it all on the road all the time, just all out good human being. Um, Antro Shamami, what's up, man? Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for coming through. I know you're busy. There's like a lot going on. Uh, brand new father, right? Yeah. So that's taking a lot of my time, but still trying to make time for everything else. You know. That's what's up, man. <laughs> Well, thanks for stopping by. I guess I wanted to start out asking you, man, where um, where were you born? Cool. Well, um, let's see. I was born and raised on the Navajo Nation in Shiprock, New Mexico, near the Four Corners, if anybody's not familiar with the area. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what uh, did you go to elementary school up there? Um, yeah. So uh, Shiprock is where my uh, mother is from and my father is from Oklahoma. So I went to school in Shiprock all the way up until my freshman year. And then what happened after your freshman year? Um, so, yeah, I went to Shiprock and then transitioned into um, a dormitory for natives up in Aztec. And I finished off as an Aztec Tiger. Um, yeah, 2007. Oh, wow, man. <laughs> so what elementary school did you go to? Um, elementary school... I went to, um, let's see, what did I go to? I went to Mesa Elementary. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know. That's what's usual. up, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what middle school did you go to up there? Middle school in Shiprock. I went to Tzepetot Middle School, TBA. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's when, I, mm, that's when I started getting into a little bit more hip-hop rap. Around okay, that around that yeah, time. Yeah. What was your first? Uh, was it rapping? Was it graffiti? 
Uh, what was your first your first uh, insight into hip hop? Uh, like my first like becoming active. Yeah, into hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of homies who were b boys, so I would try to get down with them, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just went off from there to um, MCN. Okay, were you any good at, at b boying? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got some rhythm. Oh, okay, but um, yeah, you know, trying to get fit again. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm trying. I'm I'm considering it again, and I'm just trying to leave nice. my options out there and just take care of myself a little better. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, I tried. I tried graph. Wasn't good, couldn't draw, but I tried it. You know what I mean? Tried DJing. Actually, I would still like to try DJing. Yeah. Um, bought the turns, got the mixer, got the records, and I just, I wasn't any good at it. But also, like, I was trying to do so much, um, especially with rapping. I, I, I loved writing short stories, so the, okay. the rapping kind of came natural with the writing. And um, I was never really good at anything else, man. So <laughs> I stuck with, I stuck with them seeing, man. But so yeah, so you fall in love with hip hop. What what was um were you writing? Were you freestyling kind of everything or um let's see, with hip hop, my uh my oldest brother was the one that uh had it going for me and I always like to say that uh you know, I wasn't um I wasn't such a big fan in the beginning in my earlier years until like later on throughout like I said middle school and high school became a little bit more open and kind of just broadened my spectrum of music I was listening to. So uh, kind of like, all right, cool, was vibing with it throughout high school. And when I got out, like, you know, just hanging out at parties and stuff, just freestyling with friends. But uh, yeah, it was something that slowly, gradually came on to me. It wasn't something right off the bat, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's like hip hop slowly came into my life, you know, and slowly fell in love. That's what's up, man. (laughs) Cool, cool. So after middle school, you go to what? What was the high school you went to? Oh, it was in um, Aztec. It was the Aztec Tigers. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So nice, man. Did you? Uh, were you performing at all in high school? Um, Doing shows? No, <laughs> no, no. It. Uh, no, I was. You know, I don't even think I was even writing back then either. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until after high school that I really took an interest. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I was supporting other other artists out there at the time we had um and i was a couple of mcs from school that i was supporting kind of like some uh want to say uh some kind of like some juggalo styles okay and then um even throughout high school too i was uh supporting um definition rare shout out to defiant wake oh word up man yeah <laughs> so they were big influences mm-hmm. and um yeah so that was that and just other local artists that i came in contact through them you know, I just knew there was something special about it with, uh, you know, people coming up from my area. And mm-hmm. I was just like, man, this is this is dope. I want to someday maybe be involved. And, you know, eventually, yeah, just started from writing. Do you remember your first show? Uh, my first show, let's see, it might have been at an open mic, probably. Was that here or up in uh, uh up I want to say maybe you in Shiprock or Farmington. Damn, I don't even. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. been a while. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we go to a lot of open mics to start off and just kind of like get out there. And I remember when I first moved to Albuquerque and I turned twenty-one. That's when I first started going to uh, Vinyl and Verses over at the Old Burt's. Off oh of Gold. yeah, man, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> classic times, man. Yeah, I remember my first show was a well, it was an open mic. 
and uh, I like to tell like the youth today, like you don't have to plan like these big shows or you don't have to try to open. I mean, that's cool if that's what you're doing, but yeah. like start going to open mics, mm -hmm. like you know, perform for your friends at school, do the open mics because that really builds your character, and you start to get your stage presence down, you start to get your breath control down, and also you get to see the reaction of the people, like. Is this any good? What do I need to work on? You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, open mics. Youth out there, do the open mics. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Go do it. <laughs> Speak your mind. Let it let it be heard, you know. Well, we got one life to live, so you got to leave your message out there. Whatever it is, you know, we all have a story to tell from our own perspective. Yeah, word up, man. So, you graduate high school. What uh, what happens after that? So, yeah, graduate and... um kind of just sick of school huh didn't mm -hmm. really want to be like no nah, i'm not ready to go to college uh -huh. so just kind of taking you know some side jobs on the side you know went through the whole uh fast food industry for a second mm -hmm. for like a year year to two years and um moved out to uh long beach for the summer i forget what summer it was i want to say maybe around 2008 possibly mm -hmm. and um lived out there for the summer and kind of just like Went back home after that, didn't work out, and kind of just stuck around for a little longer. I found a little more decent job, and but just got to the point where I was just like, man, I'm tired of the small towns. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to get out. I wanted to be where the action was, the mm -hmm. live music, the shows, and that's yeah. what I grew up on. So I was just like, man, I got to get to the city. And so from then on out, yeah, I moved to Albuquerque. 2009 2010 and got back into college you know and just realized like man i gotta do something with my life and mm -hmm. still figuring it out um switched up my um concentrations and slowly found who i was you know made some mistakes in life and yeah. kind of just you know grew grew in that sense and here i am today a father and kind of just trying to you know speak speak what i can and pass on what i can a message you know mm -hmm. for my son as well so and at the same time just trying to be creative and trying to do something different from the norm so yeah know. definitely yeah. that's why i started the podcast like i have all these different you know producing and seeing um i was like man i'm gonna start a podcast and i'm gonna hear the stories of the people from new mexico so Hell yeah yeah man just staying busy being positive is very important but um can you talk about your time in long beach like why did you go to long beach you got oh, homies out there. Yeah. One of my uh one of my good friends, Carl, he um he had family out there and you know, we were kinda just, you know, up to no good and just like, man, let's go switch it up. And <laughs> nice. like so we moved out there and stayed with his sister and kinda just, you know, did some side jobs and um it was cool, you know, just for the experience, just to get away for a little mm -hmm. bit. And I remember that was the time when uh I think it was the Carter three our carter four that came out and just like man everyone everyone was bumping that yeah <laughs> through the, through the win, huh? yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i remember that everyone was <laughs> was cracking off and yeah it was chill you know we got to explore the area and just for me to get out from from where i usually i think that might have been the first time i went to california too so yeah it was just a great experience for me to get out and i think ever since Ever since, I want to say, yeah, ever since then, like, I just had, like, a obsession to travel and to go somewhere new. Mm -hmm. And any opportunity that came, you know, I just dived in. And I was like, man, I got to get out, you know. Yeah, that's what's up, man. And Long Beach, too, like, I went to L.A. 
November November of last year. I went there to go do some work on some music, shoot some videos, and uh, we went to Long Beach. And yeah. I didn't realize how far it was. I mean, it's not that far, but how far it was from L.A. Okay. I thought it was kind of like, oh, it's right there. <laughs> like, oh, you can see Long Beach. No, it's, you know, being not from California, you have a different perception. But Long Beach was great. Like, it was smaller. It seemed like there was less traffic. Um, just the scenery, the water's right there. And then, of course, you know, we hooked the left on uh, 2-1 and Lewis. Went to the... Um, the record store where Snoop shot the video, and he's dope, dope. I think we went there too. Oh, nice, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, we went and it's closed, and but the sign's still up. Yeah, and there was a vendor out front selling T-shirts. Like, oh yeah, you know, buy a T-shirt. You know, word, word. we're trying to make this a historical site, and it's like, oh man, that's cool. But um, yeah, man, Long Beach. I need. I would love to go back. But even um, speaking about your music, man, you have a music video uh, dedication. Dedication. Yeah. And you guys are traveling all over. Yeah, that was the our US. first. Uh, I was just on the West Coast. That was oh, our okay. first little, you know, unofficial DIY. Like, let's just get out there and go, you know, go see see what see what uh you know what's mm-hmm. what's um what's for the taking. What's for we're just up for adventure, and we're yeah. just like, man, we're gonna just gonna have fun with it and just vibe and. We got on a couple shows, which was cool, with um, some other local artists. And then mm-hmm. a lot of the other shows were just uh, open mics. And we kind of just planned it out like that, did our research in different mm-hmm. cities. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was it was a learning experience. Yeah. Just being on the road and towards, like, the last stretch of it, we, like, ran out of cash. And we were just, oh, like, man. taffed out. And, you know, if we... Uh, some family helped us out just enough gas to get back home we made it mm. back and it was just uh man it was an adventure so it was uh you know sometimes you just got to get out there and just go experience it for yourself as yeah. opposed to worrying too much about what might happen and yeah you got to take risks exactly mm. so that's what we did and we just you know we're like we were we were happy when we got home and it was just yeah it was bad you know we we're cruising in a we were we rented a car and um it was a it was a really nice car we had a sun we had a sunroof it it might have been the 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 year that it happened i think that was 2015 and i think the car was a 2015 or 16 nice so we had a sunroof and we were just having a good time and that was and, up up and down the west coast or yeah yeah we went up to uh we went up to washington area made our way down to california and yeah so that was that we got we only got lost once, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a really cool experience, and uh-huh. it was called the Glittering World Tour. Okay, so yeah, that was our first. That was off of a first EP I did with DJ Best. So shouts to him. Our first project we did together, and we're like, man, let's get out there, and we hmm. took our uh, other homeboy Jay Smiley too. Shouts out to him. So it was cool, man. Was us three. How long were you gone? Uh, we were probably gone for like maybe. I think maybe I want to say mm, roughly two weeks. Yeah. We were trying to be gone for like, I think three, two and a half or three. But uh-huh. Yeah. Like I said, we had to cut it short. <laughs> <get home. laughs> Man. So being that gone, or being that gone, being gone that long, <laughs> when you make it back to New Mexico, is it like, ah, like finally I'm home? Or is it just kind of like you never left or? 
it was uh yeah you know we were like man we we're like ah oh, everyone at the same time too it was like people were kind of waiting for us too and wanted to hear our stories oh, okay yeah we got back and did it like that and i think that it might that might have been the same same time around we started throwing uh, a lot of house shows back home oh okay at my homie's spot chef dink shout nice. out to chef dink and then there's even an event in uh shiprock under the what is it called? Under the Bridge? Under the Bridge Jam. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, uh, we're we keeping it going. Shouts out to DJ Cedro for, uh, you know, starting it off. And Cedro is the father of DJ Beso. So okay. it was kind of like I met them at Under the Bridge first. And then later down the road, me and DJ Beso hooked up and started doing music. But, um. Yeah, you know, it was kind of like he was holding it down for uh, for all the uh, hip-hop heads and just the music scene in general for Shiprock and surrounding areas on the res, Navajo Nation. And, uh, yeah, we're just keeping it going. It's a, it's an all-elements jam, um, live artists under the bridge. Um, shoot, we haven't had a dance floor in a minute, but we've had dancers just rocking on the yeah. dirt and we just yeah. bring a PA down there, a generator and just get busy. It's been really kind of just like grimy underground sometimes. Just a lot of times not even as organized as it should be, but this year it's going to get cracking. We're investing money now and we're just going to we have a dope lineup. We have some artists coming from the east coast and oh, wow. we're just gonna rock it and bring a great show to the people of shiprock and everyone else that comes out to the northern navajo nation fair which is usually the first weekend of october so if you're around come through saturday after the parade it's gonna be cracking this year nice man do you know the story behind how the uh under the bridge jam started like what was the idea just to like have a party or is there like a more elaborate story behind it um shoot ah that you i'm not the person to answer oh, okay, that. <laughs> okay, okay. but um well let there, me know man yeah put yeah. me in touch I'd, I'd love to hear like oh i'm gonna have a party under the bridge like yeah let's do it okay cool <laughs> boom and then how many years what in october it'll be the third or fourth um maybe more how many no nah, it's ah uh, yeah i don't even know when it first started but um i remember seeing a video for the jam i think back in 2000 and i want to say 2007 maybe 2000 something like that it's on youtube it has deaf and wake getting down freestyle oh, wow. and they have some okay. b-boys getting down so uh yeah look that up under the bridge ship rock and okay. it should pop up and yeah that's the one of the first videos that they have and okay that has some clips from it and that's in um october yes october during the uh, ship rock fair i'll have to uh i'll have to drive up when during the fall yeah and, and go check it out man and if, yeah you know and if you want to rock we'll put you on like that hey man <laughs> yeah that'd be dope man yeah so we're always trying to bring out artists we brought uh who's the artist we brought out a couple years ago we brought out cron jeremy from albuquerque oh Shout yeah out to him <laughs> and, yo uh, that dude that dude has a good time when you yeah, yeah. cron jeremy and um dj way funky yeah okay they, they came out nice dude yeah i'd love to go up there like i've never done anything Thinking back on all the shows, like I, I don't think I've ever done anything like that before. But just seeing the videos too on YouTube, like there's graph writers, yeah, yeah, b boys, MCs, DJs, yeah, it looks like a really good time. Yeah, yeah. it's hip hop in its rawest form, you know. It's just like straight from the dirt and just like you know some 
some res kids throwing down, you know, and other artists coming through and it's just, you know, we nice. rock it like that. And they also have another, they have all kinds of events that go on, but shouts out to um, Shane B and the crew that throw a res life music fest. I performed there last year as well. With some homies. Okay. Nice, yeah. man. It's a big turnout too, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a, a it's a it's a pretty good turnout. Just depending, like I said, we're gonna go hard this year. We're gonna put promo up. We're gonna mm-hmm. have it cleaned up. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna take it to the next level, and we're gonna really go about it like that. And I'm sure we're even gonna document it better this year as well. Nice. So, yeah, well, through. everyone, if you get the chance to go to Shitbrock in October, definitely go <laughs> check it out. It's always a good time. So yeah, it, it seems like a good. I've never been, but it seems like a good time, and I'm definitely gonna try and make mm-hmm. it up this year myself, man. Yeah, but um, what what's the furthest? Now let me ask you this first. So you have toured a lot throughout the country, mm. um, yeah, like mini tours and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So I think a lot of artists, not necessarily just in New Mexico, but uh, across the United States, you know, a lot of them just kind of simply rely on the internet. Yeah, and performing in their own hometown which there's nothing wrong with that but totally yeah um what what's the drive like what made you say i need to get out of this state or Um, city or whatever it was just you know the confidence the uh you know the passion kind of just like man like you know we uh realizing that you know uh as indigenous people that you know we have there's something about us you know we have that um that we have that uh we've always had that beat you know with the drum we've mm-hmm. always uh we've always had a connection in a sense like that to hip hop mm-hmm. and it was just it was just like man we know we know we have talent and we feel like we felt like you know why not why not bring it out to a broader audience who might um appreciate it um a little more because of the you know not the availability of uh, native artists out there. So mm-hmm. we we're just like, man, you know what? We we feel like we have something going and we uh, we want to get it out there like that and kind of just, you know, you just got to, like I said, it would, you got you to gotta, like live that experience and mm-hmm. learn from it. And, you know, when you're like, okay, now we can do this better next time. And you kind of just like learn something new every time you get out on the road. Yeah. Who was it? I forget who said it, man. I think it was Trevor Noah, and he said, the cure for ignorance is travel. Like, mm-hmm. go somewhere that you've never been before, and mm-hmm. you'll just find out how small you, you really are. But with touring with the music, not only, you know, are you getting your music out there, you get to see new places, you get to meet new people. And, you know, there's a lot of artists that just don't do that. And I look back at my time coming up, you know, I didn't, you know, I lived in Germany for a while, and we went around Germany, but yeah, coming back here... Um, how old was I? I was 26 when I moved back to Albuquerque. Um, man, I should have got out more, man. I should have, you know, mm. I should have put myself out there, out there more. And I'm just like all around shy person. So it was kind of like, I'll, you know, <laughs> whatever. I'll just continue recording and putting out music, which, you know, I'm content with. But yeah, man, I should have, I should have put myself out there more. But and yeah, you still can, you know. Yeah, Shoot, definitely, man. man. Like get out there, you know, you have uh, artists that come in late in the game and, tear it up but Mm. you're right you know uh you do got to get out there see how other people are living see how their conditions are other cultures Mm -hmm. and you know speaking to people in other areas that you're not from you know it really opens your mind and makes you appreciate you know humanity in general yeah all the the diversity that we have 
Cool, cool. Yeah. What's the furthest, the farthest you've been away from home? Um, the farthest I've been away from home probably last year when we went to uh when we went out to New York and oh. rocked out there in Brooklyn. Nice man. Yeah. What was the? Do you remember the venue's name? It was at uh shout out to the Star Bar. The Star Bar in Brooklyn. The Brooklyn, yeah, it was like a yeah, it was a cool spot. I want to say it's a POC spot, but um, uh-huh. we yeah, it was a it was a great show. We had a good turnout. Um. Yeah, heads came through and appreciated, you know, what mm-hmm. some, some native folk from New Mexico had to bring. You know, we, br- <laughs> we brought the whole crew out. Shout out to native artists in action, all my brothers and sisters out there. But, yeah, we, you know, we got out there and did our thing. And, you know, we're planning on returning maybe sometime this fall. Nice. Did you guys drive or? No, we flew. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been to, I've been to New York once, and I just remember thinking, like, one, where's the sun? How do you know the difference between north, south, east, and west and uh, the traffic? Like, oh, man. But, yeah. yeah, my homeboy told me, he said, in Manhattan, when you're walking north, the street numbers get bigger. And mm. if you're walking south, they get smaller. So, I was, all right, cool. So, I, got, I had some kind of bearing. Yeah. But still, man. <laughs> For sure. I did. Yeah, I didn't really know which direction was uh, which you know it was a little over overwhelming yeah, with all man. the buildings and i was like where's the dirt you know I was like, Shit. <laughs> yeah and so i i told my homie i'm like look in albuquerque we have the mountains to the east volcanoes are to the west <laughs> airport south everything else is north <laughs> yeah you can definitely tell the directions you know what i mean but yeah new york was so and he was telling me because he had to go do something he was like yo meet me in manhattan take okay. the l7 on the five train at two o'clock, da 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 da, do this. And I'm like, man, I'm just gonna go with you. I'll wait. I'm I'm gonna get lost <laughs> in New York City. I'm not gonna find you. Something bad's gonna happen. So I'm just gonna go with you. But yeah, man, that's dope. Yeah, it was a good time. It's my first time out there too. Just had, yeah. had some fun, you know. There's always something going on. And I, who would I see out there? Uh, Logic was doing a little something, something downtown for free nice. for like some salary company. And I also went and caught a shoot. I caught a Static Selecta. Slick, Slick Rick. Um, who else did I catch? Um, shoot, there was some pretty. There was some pretty. There was some legends in the house mm-hmm. from you know all elements. But uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a good time. That's I had a great so. time. Yeah, we were in. Uh, where were we? We were in the the New York NYU area of Manhattan. Okay, I forget which part of Manhattan, but um. There were a bunch of bars and restaurants, and we were walking, and this dude, tall dude, popped out of a bar, and it was uh, the R&B singer, uh, Brian McKnight, is that his name? (laughs) Yeah, it was Brian McKnight, and there was like a Bentley parked out front. It looked like a Bentley. These two guards like opened the door, and he got in, and uh, the lady at the window, we were like, yo, who was that? She's like, oh, that's Brian McKnight. I was like, oh, snap. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, you're right, though, man. There's always something going on in New York. Just like every corner, yeah, there's something popping off. But um, can you talk a little bit about uh, uh, NAIA? Yeah, Native Artists in Action. Yeah, um, you know we are a crew that came together um, from the vision of um, Bishop Underdog and Legion, and um, yeah, we're out here, you know, reminding Native youth and youth in general that you know we have you know we have a we have a beautiful culture and we come from a resilient bloodline 
And we want to remind them that, you know, you can express that and that you can be proud of who you are, you know, living in this day and age where sometimes, you know, we're not us as natives aren't taken serious. You know, we Mm -hmm. still have mascots out there that try to try to portray who we are. And they say they're honoring us. But really, you know, they're looking at us like um, like we're not human. And when they're when we're looked at like that, you know, issues regarding us aren't taken serious. Mm -hmm. And so. You know, we're just reminding our youth out there that, you know, we, you know, it's it's okay to be proud of who you are. And it's really encouraged to, you know, express yourself through any kind of artistry that is out there. And just to remind them that, yeah, you know, we got, we got skill, we got talent in that sense that's natural and goes way back. And to remind them that it's needed in this world and that, you know, it's beautiful. So we want to encourage youth in that sense to, uh, you know, reach their fullest potential, especially um, Native youth. And, you know, we offer free workshops, whether it be, uh, you name it, you know, poetry, um, wood burning, um, art, you know, with the aerosol art, mm-hmm. um, you know, healthy foods, um, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're slowly, we're slowly uh, getting, getting what we getting what we can bring to the table and yeah. you know we're always coming up with new ideas and so we're just trying to keep it like that you know it's not about us we realize that it's about the next generation and so that's our focus and we just want to you know keep inspiring in that sense and offer resources for them and mm-hmm. you know let them know that you know we're here for them and that we can make great things happen if we you know have a dream and Word, have an idea that's inspiring yeah, so do y'all have like a y'all go into schools or is there a center or um how do you hold the workshops it's a uh, you know we'll link up with uh say like other grassroots nonprofits or other okay. uh, other groups in other cities and connect in that sense and you know they have they have their own little thing going on with the youth as well um helping in that sense and so you know we uh you know we connect with them link up and other organizations and you know talk in that sense and work something out and set up a date and you know schools are schools would be cool too you know like i said we're slowly you know building up our uh, resume and who we are what we can do and so you know the possibilities are endless you know mm-hmm. it's only going to get better as we you know grow older and as we gain more knowledge and wisdom in that sense and so we can you know get our message out there and remind people that you know we're a force to be reckoned with and That's that we so, should yeah. be taken serious uh-huh Truly inspiring, man. That's, yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. So this Friday, no, this Saturday, we actually, are you performing at Fresh Seeds? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, Native Artists in Action is performing. Nice, man. So we'll be, yeah, Soy and I are going to be there as well. Um, how long is Fresh Seeds, how long has that event been going on? You know? Yeah, yeah. So Fresh Seeds coming up March 23rd at La Placita Institute, 831 Isleta Boulevard Southwest. Next Address to, and everything. Yeah, next to Kathy's Carryout. Uh, this is the third annual event. Um, we're renting out a stage this year. You know, it's going to get cracking. This is for the youth. This is a place, a positive platform for the youth to get out there and express themselves through any art form that they you know, that they feel comfortable with. And so, you know, we've been having workshops leading up to the event uh, this past Saturday. We were, they were over at Warehouse 508. I couldn't make it, but, um, mm. you know, just showcasing and just prepping. And we have a tons of local artists coming through that, 
yeah so we have some vets in the area coming through and it's just going to be a dope event live art workshops giveaways open mic you know performances dances you name it we're gonna we're gonna get it cracking here in the south valley it's the third annual third okay yeah third annual wow man and what is la placita what is the the basis behind the um the center Um, la placita institute is a you know a grassroots nonprofit in the south valley you know when we we're uh you know we're we're communicating and connecting with the community in that sense with the elders the youth and you know which we're a non-traditional approach to uh you know uh bringing services to the people and Mm -hmm. you know we work with youth that are coming out of the system we have um we have a Lakota Sweat Lodge for people, a community sweat on Thursdays. We really? Have, we have a ceramics program, a screen printing shop. You can get some shirts printed at La Placita. Wow. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, Pathways program. We have some um, We have some healers. We have an organic farm, a couple sites. And, you know, we're just trying to, we go off the philosophy of La Cultura Cura, Culture Hills. And we're just trying to connect people back to their roots and remind, remind them of you know the beauty that lies there and all the um all of the uh how would you say uh uh you know back to reminding them of the message of you know mm-hmm. being compassionate and helping others and to you know to be uh be that kind of person the best that you can nice. to help your peoples and we're just trying to you know offer offer it like that and you know try to get everyone get everyone where they got to be if they need some you nice. know some assistance word up you know i'm really nervous actually about performing on saturday because it's been a minute but hearing you talk about the institute and 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 just what happens over there and and the stuff that they do i'm I'm not nervous well i'm still nervous but i feel a little (laughs) i feel a little better about the situation yeah but that's cool man yeah so yeah what is that march 23rd march 23rd come through uh yeah shouts out to eddie he's the one that had the vision for that and the brother Eric as well. Shouts out to him, and you know we're just gonna you know have fun and yeah bring the community out. We're gonna have food, everything you name it. So drop there's through. a farm there as well too, right? Um, not on site, but on, near, oh, okay. nearby. We have a couple. We probably have like about three plots. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. But man, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it'll, it's been a minute. Me and Soy have been rehearsing. Um, yeah. So. It should hopefully it goes off well. I would. I've, oh, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't messed up yet, but uh, nah. <laughs> but totally. yeah, this uh, being the red and green report, um, mm-hmm. what I ask all the guests on the show, uh, you know, the big thing in New Mexico. One of the big things is is red or green chili. Um, <laughs> do you have a preference? Like, what's your um, shoot? Uh, if it's not green, I'll go Christmas. You know, yeah. So I'll, I like the hot. That seems to be the thing. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, oh, was it DJ Three? He said, "Yeah, DJ Three was like, yeah, it kind of depends on what he's eating." Oh yeah, you know, if he has this, he goes with the green. If he has this, he goes with the red. If he has this, he goes Christmas. Huh. And then um, who was it? I think Omega was preferred red. And then uh, Van said the same thing. Um, he, you know, it depends on what you're cooking or what you're eating. Yeah. And then last night, I was talking to Ken, my homeboy Ken. He's not a really big. He's not a big chili person, but he went with green because it's a little milder than, in his opinion, it, it's milder. I was like, man, it kind of depends on who exactly where you get it because it can all be hot. You know what I mean? You get it the season and shoot. You know, some people put it on everything. So yeah, yeah those definitely. Too. <laughs> <laughs> what's your uh, what's your favorite dish? 
with chili. With chili? Hmm. Ah, oh, shoot. Let's see. I don't know. Maybe like some stews, like some green chili oh, stews. Um, of course you can't, you know, you, you, I gotta love the enchiladas. Oh, man, yeah. Um, yeah, let's see what else. Um, you a Wavels fan? Yeah. Wavels for enchiladas. Um, yeah. yeah, totally. Nice. Man, I love chili. <laughs> me and uh, me and Soy went to uh, Marion Tito's yesterday, and okay. we got the huevos with the side of uh, chicharrones. Mm, okay. Oh man, yeah, Christmas side of chicharrones. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, green chili stew, one of my favorites. Mm. But I also like I don't I I'll eat them, but I'd rather have red chili enchiladas. Mm, okay. Than green chili chicken, yeah, and also tamales. I'd rather have red chili tamales than than green chili, but. That's dope, man. Um, what's some advice that you would like to give a young kid on the reservation who wants to come up and be active, whether it's music, art, wanting to go get out of the city? What advice would you would you give that kid? Uh, shoot, you know, uh, I feel like some people are artists out there. Everyone has their own you know, like their own agenda or their own, like, you know, their own reason why they do music, you know, and I feel like a lot of times some people get it twisted and do it for the right reason, the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, yeah, you just gotta, you know, be true to your heart and just, um, you know, be, be creative. Don't, don't be scared to, don't be scared to try something new and to, you know, work with others. I feel like is definitely, something that you got to do you got to get out there and you know you got to go to shows and you know just see what it's all about peep the scene and just you know support in that sense and get to know people you know if you're feeling somebody you know give props to them and you know if you know if you're really serious about it maybe even asking them like yo do you you know you build with anybody you down to work on some music um yeah just getting out there communicating um and just uh not being just yeah having fun with it you know just being you and creating what makes you happy and i feel like over time you know you'll grow as an artist but um yeah you really gotta get out there to the shows uh -huh. and see what the scene's about and yeah just uh yeah observe great advice man communication you know don't be afraid to ask people for mentorship that's something that i wish i would have taken more seriously when when i was you know 16 17 18 but yeah great advice man yeah well man i i think we'll end it on that note man thanks cool. for stopping through uh antro gonna see you on saturday saturday fresh seeds fresh seeds march 23rd man but uh, yeah man thanks for stopping by appreciate it and uh yeah man peace out cool much love to everybody out there for listening in um new music on the way you can follow me at antro domus mm. peace out that's what's up, man. Peace.